have you guys heard about that single site for old people, seniorpeoplemeet.com? I'm like, no, that's M-E-E-T. Don't go to the other one. You're listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Hey everybody, thank you so much for uh, joining us on Earth Oddity Podcast for a special bonus episode. There's going to be a normal episode like there is every week, but right now we're going to take a few minutes to talk to an old buddy of mine, clean comic, Whole shebang, Rich Jones. Rich Jones, how are you doing this morning? I am good. Is it easier to bomb in like a secular club as opposed to church? Because I, I feel like, you know, like Christian love would right. help you like get they like would, cur- Like they laugh. feel like they have to laugh. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, the easiest place to bomb is a nursing home. <laughs> That's got to be a tough gig. Oh, man. And, and actually, I had had this really awesome show the night before at this church. And then I went to this nursing home. It was actually an Alzheimer's community, so I got to tell the same joke over and over. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, right, man, I, this this place is rough. People are dying to get out of here. One of the actually, they have this thing that'll tell you if wheelchairs are moving. So, like, they're, if they're like trying to escape or something like that. And the whole show, all these wheelchairs kept moving. <laughs> you know what? We need that in like our youth beep. our youth room here Spice. at church. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty wild, man. That's a tough. How do you get booked at a nursing home? Uh, it was a. I lost a bet. <laughs> but hey, you're doing but, better uh, than us because I'm yeah. sitting. I'm sitting here thinking now. Hey, John, maybe we should do yeah. a nursing home. <laughs> well, the guy actually, actually, I did so bad the first couple of times. This guy at he just asked me if I'd do it. Like he found me on the on the bulletin board at the family Christian bookstore, like my card and he never would let me leave me alone. So I finally just did it. Right. But, uh, anyway, um, I didn't get paid for it. It was just kind of right. heck of it. But, uh, anyway, uh, there was actually a guy that we went to school with. I won't say his name, but he got real mad at me. Cause I, I always try to post little one liners on Facebook and mm-hmm. I go, I got my first show at an Alzheimer's community. Then I go, I got my first show at an Alzheimer's. <laughs> this dude got so mad. And I was like, dude, my, my grandma had it. Like, I suffered, like, with her, like, trying to take care of her and everything. Like, if you can't laugh at life, what's the point? Exactly. And, like, and if you did offend somebody, I mean, they're just going to forget about it. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, really. But they'll find something else to get offended about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Jaws. All the shark does is eat and sleep and make little babies. <laughs> or no eat and swim and make little sharks and that's all yeah all right. i love that movie like i quote i quote it in my act a lot like i'll be like yeah they brought me a little bowl of soup at a charlie's the other day i looked at the server and i was like you're gonna need a bigger bowl <laughs> <laughs> and then i got one where i'm like yeah did you guys see that the shark from jaws is rated by the american film institute as the number 18th movie villain i'm like what did he really do though it's not like it's not like he built a death ray or tried to blow up the world. He just had lunch. Yeah, he's, <laughs> That's true. he's just being a shark. Yeah. <laughs> Doing shark things. 
Then I got one where I'm, I like make. Of course, Richard Jenny has a really awesome uh, bit. He he uh, he actually is one of those comedians that killed himself, but he was real funny. He was in. You probably had seen him in The Mask with Jim Carrey. Yeah, I've seen like, that movie. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like his buddy in The Mask. Okay, I remember like, that. Officers arrest that guy, and he's like, "That's my line," or whatever. The other guy, mm-hmm. the other guy said that, but Richard Jenny was like his buddy at the bank. Okay, okay, yeah, but I remember anyway, that. He had this really funny bit where he just dissects Jaws the Revenge as being just so beyond stupid that like, like you have to be watching it late at night to even like want to watch it, whatever. But I do a joke about it where because I saw on Directv it had the movie description and I go it said a huge white shark harasses a New England <laughs> widow and her marine biologist son. I'm like how does a shark harass somebody? <laughs> like is Jaws underwater on the sea phone? <laughs> is your refrigerator running? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so I do a lot of Jaws humor. Gotcha. Like, what do you call a redneck shark? You could probably guess this one, Tiny. What do you call a redneck shark? Yalls. Yalls. <laughs> Yalls. <laughs> pretty good. I was thinking how to somehow to tie mullet into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let Yalls me a- dirt. Let me ask you this, because me and John have talked about this, and I don't want to. I don't want to play down any you know comics out there who who truly are, but I feel like there's a lot of stand up today. That is just very dependent on shock value, you know. Like they try to oh, be yeah, as, as filthy as possible. Peeves, actually, yeah, I actually think that clean comedy is more difficult than you know normal stand up today. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I've seen a lot of like dirty comedians try to work clean, and they look like fish out of water. Right. But I've never worked dirty, so it's not hard for me. Right. I mean, if if you're just if you've already done it one way, you got to unlearn that way and mm-hmm. try to do it a different way. But um, and I think it take I think a lot of them will try to do their dirty comedy without the dirty punchline, and it like you can tell it's not funny. I mean, I don't even think some of it's funny with the dirtiness, or whatever. I mean, it's so because it's almost yeah, like, like a crutch like in said, a way where they're just kind of relying yeah. on shock value. They're just being outrageous, and that's what makes people laugh. Well, the whole sort idea of. with shock comedy, too, is you're saying something so offensive that your joke depends on somebody taking it offensively and then the person next to them laughing at them being offended. Right, yeah. right. So I don't like that because I like to make everybody laugh. I don't want to make like one person like be offended and then the rest of them laugh at that person. Yeah, absolutely, because you don't want to alienate any of your you know, your audience. And yeah. aside from that, it's just it's just not a nice thing to do, you know. Well, I think the I think in my opinion, I think the three main shock comics today are Tosh most definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I haven't really seen much of him though. Like, I don't even know if that show's still on. Yeah, but uh, I haven't I mean I haven't heard anything about it in forever. Tosh point of. I think I he remember just took you he just took YouTube videos and made fun of them, didn't he? Right, yeah. Yeah, That's all it was. yeah. It was almost like talk soup for for YouTube, basically. I think. Yeah. But now I and did. Then, the one thing I did like about Tosh is I don't know if you remember this, John. Uh, our football team down here in Tuscaloosa, yeah. we had a offensive coordinator, offensive coordinator Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Who was a, a little controversial <laughs> to say the least. And I always, and he, even though he was offensive coordinator for our team, he wasn't very like, very well liked. He wasn't very popular, right? Because of his history, and it, it always cracked me up because I remember he had. It's almost like he had a beef. He had a personal beef with Lane Kiffin. Yeah. 
<laughs> he had a great impression of him. Yeah. He did. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Or well, Joey Sweetwater. Relate, like, if you can relate somebody to something that makes it funnier, like, I have a friend, we were talking about the Big Lebowski before the show. Right. I have a friend who's exactly like Walter. Oh. And, <laughs> okay. And so if I watch that movie, it's a hundred times funnier to me because I picture him in that role. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but, and then I think Sarah Silverman, she, she relies on, well, even, uh, what's her face? Uh, the plus size chick that uh, Amy Schumer. Yeah. Amy Schumer. She got, she got mad because they made it. They, they said she was a plus size chick, which she is. <laughs> I mean, like, it, like you're happy with who you are, and who cares, whatever. But like, she uh, she took offense to being called a plus size girl, whatever. You're like, just saying she she shops at Khaki and not yeah, Victoria's yeah, Secret. She, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they think that like. Uh, I think with her and even with Sarah Silverman when she was younger, like they thought, oh well, I'm cute. I can say whatever I want. I can be racist, and like people won't matter. Won't matter because I'm cute. And if uh, people uh, get mad, you call them sexist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. But uh, and then uh, I think Dane Cook can be that way. There's right. a lot of comedians that hate Dane Cook because he uh, he stole from Dimitri Martin. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, oh well, Mencia, he's like the worst, but. I haven't really even heard anything from him in a long time. So yeah, I think Joe, Joe Rogan pretty much destroyed his career, you know. And yeah. They had a like beef because he was stealing jokes. Them. And Joe Rogan, yeah. it's almost like he made it his mission to go after the guy. Yeah, I think there was a personal issue between the two also for him to be that, like, mad at him. Right. But I don't know. I, I've never met either one of those guys. Right, right. So. Well, let me ask you about like some uh, some clean. Com- Who are your favorite clean comics? Because I mean, now maybe I'm just not aware, but the pool is 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 pretty shallow, isn't it? Is are there are there well, any Brian clean Regan. comics operating? Yeah, I do like Brian Regan. We discussed Brian Regan the other day. Yeah, Tiny we did. Idea. He's hilarious, um, and you know, I don't think it's because of his faith. I think he's like that because he wants his kids to respect his job. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I heard somebody say that he actually got turned off to Christianity at one point because huh. somebody treated him real bad or so. I don't, I don't know the whole story, but that's what right, I heard a long right. time ago. And then, uh, but he's just got a clean show because he's got kids and he wants his kids yeah, to be able to but, admire his work. I mean, the worst know? thing you'll hear him say is hell. Like, right. What the hell is that? Whatever. Yeah. Right. But, uh, and then of course I like Tim Hawkins. He's like a, probably the, the best Christian comedian there is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's good. And he gave—he's actually let me open for him a few times. Oh, really? That's cool. I joke that he let me that I closed for, or no, he closed for me. <laughs> um, but he's a good guy. I actually got mentioned on his podcast one time because I was at that wrestling convention I was telling you about, and like Nikita Koloff was like a big fan of Tim Hawkins, and I called him. And I was just like, "Hey, Nikita's a big fan of yours, whatever." And like, I was uh, I was gonna see if he'd answer the phone whatever but he didn't answer so but then he mentioned me on the podcast on monday like yeah rich jones says nikita's a big fan and they start making because nikita is actually from minnesota and he's not really russian i don't know if you guys knew that wrestling's fake yes, right yes, yes i did so. uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling what it's fake <laughs> but uh yeah it was fun i got like i like him uh there's a few i mean mitch hedberg's my all-time favorite he mm-hmm. wasn't clean but um just the style I love. Right. So I saw on Facebook you went to the Philippines here recently. Tell us about yep. that. Well, I figured I'm 39 and still single and 
there's a lot of women over there that want to come to America. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> no, I met this girl online a, lot, a while back and like um, went over there and got engaged. So cool. All right. Um, they uh, it's it's amazing too because they haven't been westernized yet. Right. So it's like going to 1950s America over there. Like, I mean, you can give them a little teddy bear, tiny, and they'll like just. Uh, and I don't mean to exclude your co-host. No, 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 it's no, cool. No, that's cool. You guys got a prior relationship. Y'all catch up. It's fine. Okay. We live some college uh, memories. It's cool. Yeah, I remember. Or no. Well, they, uh, like, you can give them a little teddy bear and they'll think the world of it, whatever. Whereas over here, like, what's that? Right. Like, what? Why don't you get me a Bath and Body Works gift card instead? <laughs> How much is a round trip uh, plane ticket to the Philippines? It's like a thousand. I'll uh, I'll pass that on to my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Just for you, Brad. (laughs) And actually, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but divorce is non-existent. I mean, it's illegal to get a divorce over there. They can get like annulments if they're Catholic. Yeah. But they don't have divorce over there. So that was kind of another reason because they're just committed to family that I wanted to look there because – when you're 39 and still say, I know you're already married. I don't know about your co-host. Yeah, he's, but, uh, he's been married longer than I, I've, I have been. You've known your wife for what, like 60 years or something like that? I've known my wife essentially my whole life. <laughs> Since yeah. second grade or something yeah, like well, that. Earlier so. than that, I knocked, uh, her, I knocked her tooth out in second grade. <laughs> did, did she say, did, were you getting on the bus and they're like, can't sit here? And she's like, you can sit here if yes. you want. Actually, Forrest Gump is an autobiography. <laughs> it's based off of me, if you didn't know. John's even <laughs> Greenbow, Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> so I just That's right. But uh, yeah. Um, I mean, when you're 39 and still single, I would just go, "I'm 39 and still single, but I'm a comedian. What's your excuse?" <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, did you get over? Yeah. Did you get off the plane? And you're like, "All right, which one of you ladies wants to come back to America?" <laughs> well, I told her. I told her. I'm like, "You got a? There's like this." There's like this dessert over there. Called, it looks like when on paper it looks like Halo Halo because that's how it's spelled, but over there they call it Halo Halo. Okay. And like I told her because I wanted to try this stuff because it looked it just sounded interesting. Yeah. It's like an ice cream mixed with a bunch of other weird stuff like Jello and like but they huh. put corn in it and that's the only thing I didn't like about oh, it. Corn? Like, they put corn in ice corn cream. Corn and ice cream. I mean. That might be a southern thing, but it's not a Rich Jones thing. It's not a southern thing. I, now, I, now, I can get on board with corn in the gordita yeah. or in the burrito. I'm yeah, all over that. I can take that, yeah. But not in my ice cream. I mean, I guess well, I'll try anything. That's sacrilegious, but, yeah. It wasn't bad. It was just I didn't like the – I would rather just have the ice cream. But uh, Still the, better I, I than pineapple and pizza, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and even the McDonald's over there don't take credit card. And I was like, what the heck? Like – <laughs> I guess we're just used to it here. Right, right. I told her she had to hold up a Halo Halo sign, and she's like, I'm not doing that. Everyone will think I'm weird. <laughs> I'm like, okay, then uh, I don't know. Whatever. I'll just, just find me. Whatever. And, like, she found me with her cousin. So it was kind of cool. Okay, not, cool. I mean, her, she was with her cousin. <laughs> yeah. She didn't find me with her cousin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for the clarification. Hit it, Hit it off real well. <laughs> <laughs> they do love family over there. <laughs> but but yeah i was there for two weeks uh it was it was really cool and like i I really i wanted to visit corregidor which is where macarthur kind of held his ground during the world war ii Mm -hmm. and uh 
I think it was only after Truman ordered him to leave and like retreat that he left, but he didn't want to leave right. uh, the Philippines behind because he wanted just, uh, I mean, like a veteran soldier just wanted to defend his post. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like an island that's in like Manila Bay. And I, I really wanted to visit there, but all the the boats that were going out there were all booked up and I couldn't get there the days I wanted to go. So, Right. Well, but I mean, bummer. I, I love the historic, historical but side hey, of all that. Hey, now you're going to have family in the Philippines, though, so I'm sure you'll get to go back and try that's again. Right. <laughs> yeah, I was joking with her last night because, I, I mean, it was only $20 for because uh, our dollar goes so much further there. I bought I bought them a twenty dollars stove, there. right? And I mean, they're just there's gas, and they're just like so excited about it. And I said that was part of your dowry, <laughs> and, and she's like, she's like, that's an old tradition. My dad had to do that for my mom, and I was like, really? I was just joking. Like, <laughs> but I mean, uh, hey, if it works, here, here you go. <laughs> yeah, here's forty dollars. It cost me twenty bucks to get married. <laughs> She told me that they actually used to do that. That's an older tradition, but she said that a lot of families don't do that anymore because, like, it was like trading their kids for, like, service, goods and services or something right. like that. That's so. why I had three kids. <laughs> <laughs> You're hoping to hit it big That's later right. on down the road. Yeah. Well, I only got one daughter. I was about to say, you've only got one daughter, though, so. Yeah. I'm have to make that one count. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, do you remember that guy at uh, – Boyce where we went to college that um he was from like nigeria and i guess i don't know if you were there around this time or not it was kind of late one like the last year you're not talking about uh charles juma are you no no not him this guy's name was chinaka i don't think i met him well he was obsessed with movies but he would like take a bath in like old spice oh man it was nasty. <laughs> anyway, there was some girl at one. But of it did ironically he, make him the most attractive man on campus somehow. Well, he he met. There was some girl he liked at one of the churches that, like we would all, most a lot of people would go to. I think it was Valley View. I don't mm-hmm. remember, but anyway, he liked her. So he he started. He offered her like her family all this livestock, like whatever from africa because i guess that's how they get married over there and oh, like man. somebody had to con- somebody contacted like Do- dr moeller about it oh like, dang trying to like explain to him like no this isn't the way we do things here right. in this world. this girl isn't really interested in you you can keep your livestock you can take her to you can take her to a pet and zoo but you don't have to yeah. you don't have to give her a farm this guy was in uh I guess he was in, I, I think they call it Nollywood, whatever, like, Hollywood is in Nigeria. Okay, he was in, okay. He was in, like, some movie called, and I remember the name of the movie because it was so distinct, Stubborn Grasshopper. <laughs> wow. And, Stubborn Grasshopper was, Hopping Cricket. Yeah, <laughs> so if you can get a bootleg copy of that, this dude was in it. Huh. But anyway, he told me he was banned from coming back to Nigeria because I guess it made fun of their current leader at that time. <laughs> right. So he's got white. And I was like, well, how are you going to get, what are you going to do? Stay here? And he's like, no, it'll, it'll sizzle down in a few years. I'm like, I hope so. <laughs> but he's still here. So maybe it hasn't. We take so much for granted over here in America, man. Well, and he even told me if I ever wanted to be a movie star in Nigeria, he had connections. I was like, cool. I, <laughs> awesome. I got that going for me. So I got that going for me. <laughs> we should uh, we should go down there and uh, 
basically just shot for shot remake Tommy Boy <laughs> for the yeah, Nigerians. Yeah. <laughs> be like, be kind, rewind. <laughs> yeah, that movie. He was. It was funny because he was. Uh, he wrote me not too long ago on Facebook. I added him not too mm-hmm. long ago. And he was like, "Hey, uh, we should make a movie." And I was like, "You got any ideas?" No. <laughs> like, okay well you want one Call of my me, ideas get back like, to me when yeah, you have an I'm idea like, i'm like i don't want to give you my idea like I mean, <laughs> unless it's like in stone i don't want to like make so i have ideas for some stuff but i haven't done it so. gotcha gotcha but uh i don't want to give them away <laughs> Because, I mean, you got to watch them Nigerians, man, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Co- <laughs> Something tells me copyright yeah. law isn't as strong over there. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, there's princes I mean, over there trying to give you. It must be hard to be an attorney over there that specializes in inheritance law. That's, that's right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good question. Does he know that one prince that's always trying to give out a million dollars? I don't know, but I always thought it'd be funny to make a movie of that and like have somebody like give their money and then they get mad and they try to go over and get it back or or, or have it be like a real person whatever that uh like really is a prince that needs help <laughs> yeah, nobody, yeah, listen nobody, to you. nobody believes him <laughs> that would be hilarious <laughs> so i hope nobody what listens to your podcast that steals that idea <laughs> well, uh, let's we're copywriting it right now i don't know if that's how it works but let's just copyright let's just say copyright do you just, do you just yeah. say copyright i think so it's like declaring bankruptcy All right, <laughs> like copyright. you just declare it like on the office <laughs> like on the office <laughs> yeah. i think that i think they made fun of that scenario like michael scott had gotten that email or something like that he was thinking about doing it i think you're right yeah <laughs> i remember pam when they were roasting michael scott she stood up and said that she wanted to talk about Email fraud, and she said it affects one person every hour. That person is Michael, Michael Scott. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! My favorite one of that. My favorite part of that was when like Dwight actually like saved Jim from that like Pam's ex boyfriend. Yes, 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 that's right. Yes, that was a funny show. <laughs> and he's like, every year I've always brought this pepper spray to work and everybody's made fun of me but this time it worked and he and he's, he's trying blinking to get the pepper spray out got, of it blew eyes. back on him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know i saw on facebook somebody posted that they they you know pay what is it 12 dollars a month or whatever for netflix for all these shows but three months later i'm paying 12 dollars for a subscription to the office <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah i had netflix for a while but I have so many movies now, like, it's like, why do I, why am I paying for $12 when I own all these movies? How many, uh, how many movies you got? Oh man, like 4,000 at least. Are you serious? Wow. Do you have them on, on like DVD. hard drive or DVD? Yeah. Wow. I, well, I mean, they got so cheap. It's yeah. Just, yeah. So. Do you have uh, them? <laughs> Where do you keep them? Do you have like a room that's just, just? There's like a whole room they're just piled up in. Does it look like an old blockbuster? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should do much. that. <laughs> you should maybe think about opening up your own <laughs> rental service. Dude, when we were back in college, I hated it. Because back then I had VHS. But right. Everybody would always come and want to borrow movies, and I didn't mind if they were like were my friends. Mm-hmm. But like they like I'd never see them any other time. They'd want to borrow a movie. I'm like, dude, I'm not the Lone Ranger, and they'd be like, huh? <laughs> and, and then uh like, and you're like that's robot shark there's only 500 copies in existence yeah well <laughs> they want all my wrestlemanias too and i'm like dude right. that's like wwf back in the day but uh 
back then, I mean, you had to pay like $40 just for a VHS of them, but, uh, cause they would only sell to like Blockbuster and all them. And like, if you wanted it for yourself, you had to pay like more, but hmm. like there were some guys and I won't say their names cause I'm Facebook friends with them, but <laughs> there were some guys that would like loan my stuff out to other people after they borrowed it. And I'd have to go to like five different people to get it back. That sounds like something Daniel Cable would have done. <laughs> I'm supposed no, to be one, was he? It was mostly Travis. Oh, Travis. I remember him. Yeah. What's he doing but now? He's like a pastor somewhere in like Columbus. Oh, wow. Ohio. Man. But, uh. Have you ever thought yeah. about like getting in touch with the deacon, deacons at his church and like Just telling like on him? him? <laughs> Dude, that guy got in trouble for so much. Oh, you can edit this out if you want. But that guy got in trouble for so much. We got in trouble with dr cable because we went to gaddy's and like took like tupperware and like took all this it's like a pizza buffet yeah we yeah. took all this I extra remember, pizza yeah, I love Gaddy's, yeah we got in trouble uh actually your buddy jesse fought and arced us out Je- oh i remember jesse fought yeah he he was like so i mean like he and he was like best friends with travis like a long time ago like mm-hmm. he narked us out and i was like <laughs> like I, I actually finally confronted him on it. I was like, dude, if you're going to do that, say something to me first. And he's like, well, if you'd have been doing drugs, I would have I would have gone straight to the dean. I'm like, I wasn't doing drugs. <laughs> I don't know. Like, pizza, you can get addicted to pizza. Maybe he was on to something. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Maybe Gus Fring was running that place. <laughs> well, but, glad I didn't have friends uh, like that when I was doing drugs. <laughs> he, did, he did some others. He did some other stuff, too. Like, I think he put a... Some girl was cheating on her fiance or something like that. And yeah. Travis put a note on his car telling him. Wow. And then, <laughs> and wow. then he, he came to the dorms in the middle of the night, like beating on his door. Like, and I remember he called like Casey and like, was, like bring Craig down here. Craig was Casey's like boxing brother. Yeah. That used to like box and like was in good shape. And like, he was all worried this guy was going to beat him up. I boxed that dude for 30 seconds and he <laughs> tore me up. <laughs> this is the you dude remember, that was in prison, right? I don't know if he wasn't. Are you wait, are you talking about the custodian? No, 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 not him. That was Bobby. Uh Yeah, Bobby used to box too. Oh, I didn't, like snake I didn't know that. It was one of the guy it was one of the guy's <laughs> brothers. Um I think it was I don't know if he was in jail, but it, Craig was like the bro, Casey's brother, so it probably was him. Yeah, I remember it's like it's like he I don't know, I don't know what he was in for. I have no idea, but it's like he gets out of jail and then he goes to Bible college. And this dude yeah. was he was he I guess he he took up boxing while he was in and uh yeah, you it didn't want to mess with him. him. Yeah. You didn't want to mess it with him. It probably was him. He was a good guy, but Yeah, he was a really uh, good guy, but man, he had, had a past, you know. He I think he kind of went back to a little bit of stuff, but um, Oh, really? He's a uh, I know he went through a divorce whatever and like mm-hmm. uh he unfriended me, so oh. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but I'm still friends with his brother, so Bummer. I don't know what's going on with him, but, uh, yeah, I, I never tried to box anybody. <laughs> it's probably smart. <laughs> it didn't go well for me. <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't have like a black eye or anything. I was just, you know, I remember they were doing that wrestling league and like Singleton. Do you remember him? Yeah, I think so. That Matt, Matt Singleton, like mm-hmm. he was like a, like a state wrestling champion or whatever. And mm-hmm. like everybody wanted to like, John Ward wanted to wrestle him like big guy and like he couldn't beat him and Singleton finally let him beat him because he was crying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Singleton like 
like <clears throat> he's got like this podcast called Bible Smack. Oh. Bible Smack. I remember we went out to eat one time, and I used to work at Olive Garden, so I always tip like really good. Right. Yeah. And like this dude refused to tip, oh. and I got I didn't have any oh. money on me. Like, that's, that's why I went that's out. borderline heresy here in yeah. America. Is it like that <laughs> well, scene from Reservoir Dogs? You know? Yeah, basically. He was Mister Pink. Yeah. But, but uh. Dude wouldn't tip, and I was like, I got so mad, I started telling everybody back at the dorm, I'm like, don't go out to eat with him, he won't tip, and he got mad at me, and I was like, dude, you should have tipped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gotta tip. You gotta tip. <laughs> Everyone should work in a restaurant Yeah, at some point in their life. My mom used to get mad at me because I would over-tip, and I'd be like, mom, I used to work in a restaurant, I know what these guys make. Yeah, <laughs> my wife could get a little mad at me about that, too, but I was, I just hide the receipt from her like a real man. <laughs> like a yeah. real man. That's right. <laughs> oh, and uh, whenever you're flying, Piney, yeah. and um, yeah, don't say anything about, like, like, I don't know, like, the, the worst part about flying for me is going through airport security. Mm-hmm. Like I can stand everything else, but I feel like Mr. Rogers when I'm going through that checkout thing, taking my shoes off and all that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like thinking it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Like they, <laughs> they're groping me, but uh, they were like they put this substance on me one time, like on my hands, and they're like, "This will tell us if we if you've handled explosives lately." And then they're like, "Have you handled explosives lately?" I'm like, "What? The stuff's not telling you? <laughs> like, you just put this gooey stuff on my hand, so I confess, like, whatever." And and I'm like, "I didn't say it because I know they'd put me in a little room, but I always felt like saying no. But I have bombed a few comedy shows lately." <laughs> and I was telling one of the the boarding pass ladies about that. She's like, "Don't ever say that here." Yeah, well, the, wow. the, the TSA, they're not exactly known yeah, they're not for... They're not big on jokes. <laughs> they're not big on humor. Like, I tell you when they They were that. really bad for a while. Like, they were groping little kids. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, but they, would, they wouldn't... they would But the people that were wearing burkas, they were, they wouldn't touch them. Like, whatever. And they could have an AK-47 up under that thing. There could be anything in there. You never know. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Seinfeld's got this funny bit where he talks about... Like how like, maybe next time I fly, I should just wear a burka. <laughs> you yeah. know, I can take everything <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> yeah, take I can take my my big screen TV. Yeah, Seinfeld's got this funny bit where he talks about like how they're like this genius has has chosen to stand in front of X rays fifteen hours a day as his profession. He's like, <laughs> I always look there. He's like, I can't even tell what it is, and it's my own bag. He's like, this guy's on. What is that? A hair dryer with a scope on it? <laughs> that looks okay. He's like some sort of bowling ball candle. That's fine. Someone to hold up the line, <laughs> and then and then he's all, he also says the way you want your airport security is you want the short, heavy set lady with the skin tight pant or uniform up front. He's like, that's your first line of defense. <laughs> he's like, and you want those pants sprayed on. He's like, you want them so tight that the the flap has pulled itself open. You can see the metal tangs hanging on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, that's the worst part about traveling for me, though, is going through airport security. I just, it's so annoying. Right. Like, the other day, there wasn't even a line, and I tried to, like, go around or whatever, like, the to through the handicap one or whatever, because it's a straight shot. And the guy's like, you got to go all the way around. I'm like, where's there a piece of cheese at the end of this maze? <laughs> like, this is silly. I mean, like, there's nobody there. <laughs> and i got to walk zigzag all the way through. Yeah. Can I duck under? You know, I have that same question. I don't think he was going to let me duck under. That kid yeah. was like, 
not in a good mood. Oh, they take their job seriously. Yeah. It's like I was, I think I told, it maybe on the podcast before that we were going through Midway in Chicago. Oh, it was your son, your yeah. Hudson. Yeah. Well, Hudson had to go get scanned because he's got a pacemaker. And mm-hmm. I was going through with the bags with all the normal slubs. <laughs> and, uh, they pull out a bottle of water out of my wife's backpack, and the guy's like, well, you can't take this on the plane. Do you want to drink it? And I said, no. And he, and he like turns around and throws it in a trash can right beside him. And I'm like, if that's explosives, is that the smartest move to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're all right here, and you're just throwing it in a trash can? <laughs> Shouldn't you set that down gently? <laughs> yeah, but he, didn't, he didn't think it was yeah. very funny at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we need to have some sort of bomb box to put this stuff in. Y'all are just throwing it in a Rubbermaid trash can. No, actually, it was metal, so, yeah. You know Anyways. what? If I worked for the TSA, even though it might be kind of dangerous, I think I would want the job of going through the bomb box at the end of the day and see what, <laughs> it, what all see free stuff. Well, see what all well, went you know, in there. They were, they were making a fortune off selling scrap metal for a while when they would make you take like certain things off your keychain or mm-hmm. Whatever they were selling that stuff and making like an extra couple million a month. Wow! Off like scrap metal. That's smart. Yeah, that's a meth head paradise right there. <laughs> yeah, I remember Larry the Cable Guy. He did an episode of his show only in America. Remember that show? Yeah, that's they right. went to the TSA and he like showed them these bins of like all this stuff that they had confiscated, and it was all kinds of stuff. Yeah, right. You know. Well, you can go to unclaimed baggage in Scottsboro and get all the other stuff that wasn't confiscated. You know, people lose their bags or whatever. It all goes to Scottsboro. Scottsboro. Alabama. Seriously? Yes. Yes. Dude, we got to go check that out. Oh, there's all kinds. You, you should look through the dumpster and see what doesn't even make it through them. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'll dumpster <laughs> dive. See what the worst of the worst is. I'm, I'll dumpster dive. I'm white trash enough to do that. With, and not Every now and then I'll shame. go through a half-price books dumpster and they got, like, all these, like, books they're throwing out. And I'm just like, man, like... This is like a like a golden book and you're throwing it away. <laughs> this is like the monster at the end of the book with Grover. I loved that book when I was a kid. But I was always disappointed <laughs> that it. the monster was Grover. I still have it. Spoiler yeah, right. alert, Grover's the monster. Oh man. <laughs> well man, He's we the think- monster at the end of his own book. <laughs> Well, we thank you so much for joining us today. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you've got an upcoming show, don't you? Yeah, um, next week actually. Well, maybe it'll be this week. I don't know. This when show, have, this show. Well, it'll probably come out Monday, so Wednesday. If well, you're listening to this, it's Wednesday, June 21st at Zany's Comedy Club in Nashville. And I've never, I've, I've done a couple of little shots in Nashville, but I've never been at Zany's. Mm-hmm, so. Yeah. Would be my first club. I did the punchline in Atlanta one time. That was really oh, cool. Oh wow, cool. That's and they they closed that place down. My friend, my comedian friend that I'm actually doing the show with mm-hmm. this Sunday, Derek Tennant. He was recently on Huckabee. Oh um, okay. okay, okay. Not too long ago, he's actually paralyzed on one side, and he does a lot of stuff. He calls it. It's called the Love Chromosome, but he does. This, he has a sister with Down syndrome, and they do a lot of stuff for like these pro life groups. Oh and wow. Everything. Okay, cool. But um, anyway, uh, he's. He's going to be the one running the show, but uh, Reno, speaking of Larry, Reno Collier is going to be the headliner, and he does a lot of opening for Larry the Cable Guy. Okay. Oh, wow, okay. cool. And uh, I've never met him, but I'm looking forward to it. It should be a great show. And I, I also have an album coming out soon called, and or 
I always joke how Christians never gossip because we have detail. We just have detailed prayer requests. That's right. Very <laughs> exactly. detailed. <laughs> my album will be called a few detailed prayer requests. So, uh, I did it actually. I did it last year, but it's a, still it's been in post production for a while. So yeah, post takes um, forever. It's, I mean, if oh, you want yeah. it to be good, is is especially take if a while. you're doing it on your own and you don't have like a like a record label or right, production right. company. Like it's really doing most of it, but. I filmed it actually on my birthday last year. Okay. And I, I said, all I want for my birthday is for you to come to my show. <laughs> and, uh, it was a good way to get people to come to my It was funny, though, because um, a couple of people came from that I went to high school with, and we just had our 20-year reunion last year, graduated mm-hmm. in 1997. So it was funny because I, I did some comedy at my 20-year reunion, and I said um, there was a guy there that – uh, I made fun of, but I, I, I do a line where I go, my sister's pretty hot. And I'll, I'll wave. I'll, I'll, I did it in a church, and they're like, oh! and I'll go, she looks just like me with long hair. And I'm like, where'd you guys think I was going with that one in church? Yeah, get your mind out of and, the gutter. Uh, I did it in a juvenile detention center one time. And, like, and they're all like, what? yeah! That was a captive audience, for sure. Right. So you've done uh, a nursing home and a juvenile detention center. This is pretty... And churches. They're, they're basically and churches. the same thing. Yeah, right. I was like, they really are. <laughs> <laughs> except that's just the age difference <laughs> but uh anyway uh so i did i did the joke and this dude i went to school with whistles and i was like dude you want her number <laughs> and like and then uh, uh i go his name his last name was donahue i go man if josh donahue had a girl or had a sister that, he looks a lot like chris penn actually from reservoir dogs the okay the, okay sean penn's brother but he was also in uh a rush hour he was the guy with a c4 Clyde. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. i go i go man if josh donahue had a sister that looked just like him with long hair that chick would be hot but i was just messing <laughs> with him and he goes i do and she's here and i was like never mind <laughs> but like she married like one of our other alumnus or whatever so it was kind of funny just i never had that happen <laughs> you know, like doing comedy you always got to think on your feet like yeah i'll tell you one other story before like I did a show at this church and it was like a, I didn't know too much about him tiny. Cause I know you probably know a little bit cause of biblical studies background, but mm-hmm. I did a show at this reform theology church. Mm-hmm. And I was, I, I actually, I asked Singleton about it before I went. I'm like, what do they, I mean, what's the difference between them and like Southern Baptists or, or whatever? I mean, like, what do they believe? And he's like, well, they got this extra book called the book of prayer. <laughs> and like, it's just a bunch of like, kind of like Psalms basically. Um, hmm. whatever, and they're they're very similar to Catholics, but right. like in the in that they wear robes and stuff. And I didn't know much about him, but the guy was first cousins with Artie Lang, wow. and he looks exactly like him too. Huh. The pastor did. Okay. So I mean, picture Artie Lang in like a Catholic robe. That's what this guy <laughs> looked like. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> so anyway, this dude like they had this thing like a like a monthly open mic type event, and they call it the Rabbit Hole, which a little weird but uh anyway like they're like yeah you can come and do com-. i went there because my ex-girlfriend used to work for a pregnancy center mm-hmm. and she was speaking there for like right to life week or whatever and she wanted me to go with her so she didn't have to go by herself if you're single pregnancy center is a good place to pick up chicks <laughs> <laughs> so anyway this guy um like i i did a joke like this is the only time i've ever had to stop my act and explain i wasn't going dirty Mm-hmm. I, I, I was doing I do a joke where I go like growing up my mom used to discipline me and like she'd actually stop the car on the side of the highway and spank me 
And then the truckers would stop and ask her if she needed help. <laughs> and and he thought I was being like, ooh, the trucker wants to spank the little boy. <laughs> and I was like, no. Like, he was asking my mom if she needed help with the car whatever and like I'm i like, thought you really... were going to say the truckers pulled over and asked her if she'd spank them <laughs> <laughs> no but that's a good direction to go. <laughs> i might have to work that in sometime. uh anyway like i had to stop and explain i wasn't going like like dirty like that and like it was just so weird like i've right. never had to do that never done it before and never done it since Right. So, uh, well, if anybody listening to this is in Nashville or anywhere nearby Nashville, I would just like to encourage y'all to go see. Uh, what's the name of the show? It's it's the Bleep Free Comedy. The Bleep Free Comedy Show at Zanny's Comedy Club in Nashville. Zanny's Comedy Club in Nashville. And if anybody wants to pick up your new album or maybe just check out some some of the stuff you do, maybe they're interested in, in getting you for an event or something, where can they get in touch with you? RichJonesComedy.com. Okay. All right. Or well, we, the whole shebang, or wholeshebang.com, but it's spelled W-H-O-L-E, and then S-H, and then bang, like B-A-N-G. So there's no E in shebang. Gotcha. Okay. The traditional spelling. I got you. Yeah. All right. Well, we thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. All right. right. Talk to you later. All right. See you. Bye. I was little. I used to be really scared of wolves. And uh, for some reason, my parents got this bright idea to buy my sister a wolf mask. So that's the way my parents were. And uh, every time I saw this mask, I would just get so scared that I would regurgitate. And uh, so one day, my sister came to my room, and she shut my door. And uh, she forgot my lock was broken, so I did my routine regurgitation. And uh, she got sick too, and she couldn't get the door to open, so she ended up giving me too. But she didn't have time to take off the mask. <laughs> she ended up puking right through the mouth of the wolf mask. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. So now I'm only afraid of puking wolves. <laughs> This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.